1: You're
0: listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by playalberta.ca your digital home for online gaming excitement including casino live dealer lottery instance and sport betting sign up today at playalberta.ca and uh, Matt we are down to the conference finals again uh, the Chiefs are in it again uh, the Ravens are a very good team let's start there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes clearly I guess does know how to win on the road in the playoffs. Uh, he's 1 and 0. Um uh, this you know as, as much as I like Buffalo, this is a way tougher test. Um how do you how do you look at the offense of the Chiefs against this Ravens defense? How how much more of a challenge is it going to be than what they faced in Buffalo defensively?
2: Oh, it's going to be a much bigger challenge for for Kansas City's offense. I oh, don't question. I mean Baltimore's got the best defense in the NFL. Now the one thing I think in this game that's kind of gotten underplayed The Chiefs have the second-ranked defense in the NFL. They have been as good almost across the board except for taking the ball away. Baltimore's been awesome taking the ball away. Nobody's done it more. The Chiefs are toward the bottom of the league. Everything else, sacks, pressure rate, yards per play, all of that. I mean, the Chiefs are either better than or right there with Baltimore. But I think for the Chiefs, Look, this is going to be about three weapons. It's going to be about Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, and Isaiah Pacheco, and, and that's where the, the offense is going to go. The Chiefs are going to need to rely on those guys and obviously Patrick Mahomes uh, to get the job done. This is a team in Baltimore that they, they can wreck games with the defense. And so um, now this is not something that's foreign to the Chiefs. They played the number one defense in the league last year in the Super Bowl and scored 38 points. They have the capability to explode. They have not been great offensively this year. They've been good though uh in the playoffs and, and I think that they uh they will rise to the occasion. Whether it's enough to win, we'll see. But you I wouldn't necessarily bet against Mahomes.
0: Uh, look at Lamar Jackson though, and man, what a season he's had. And then you know what, he just continued it on in the in the playoffs and you know, as good of a game as as uh, Allen had for a long stretch, right? Like he, I, I think he was in on like two hundred and sixty. There, three hundred total, three hundred and fifty yards uh, with his legs and his arm, and that's great. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson, I don't like man. He scares me more than Josh Allen. What about you?
2: Um, Allen would scare me more, really, from perspective. Just just because okay. he's, he's a much bigger threat throwing the ball than Lamar Jackson is. And that's not to say, look, you know, people hear that and they go, oh, you're saying he can't throw No, he can throw the ball. But they're not built the same way. Like, Baltimore doesn't want to throw the ball a time. Where Buffalo, they, they want to put the ball in the air, they want to get chunk plays. Baltimore leads the league in rushing yards, over 2,600 on the season. They're not a team. I mean, Jackson in his career has never thrown 4,000 yards. I mean, that's just it's not the way they play. Um, and I think for the Chiefs, that does make it a little easier to say, we're going to put seven and eight guys down the box because they have two superstar corners in Snead and McDuffie. And they can just say, look, we're going to play man coverage on the outside. You're not going to throw the ball to, to Beckham and the Flowers. And if you look at the history of the season, the Chiefs have completely shut down the best receivers on other teams. I mean, you're talking about, Justin Jefferson, 28 yards. A.J. Brown, 8 yards. Stephon Diggs, 24 and 21 yards. Tyree Kill had 62 yards in each of his two games against them. I mean, they just they take guys out of the game. So, I think for the Chiefs, you're going to say, we'll play man-on-man outside. We're going to put a bunch of guys down the box. Lamar has been great this year. If there's one thing he's a mere mortal at, like league average is dealing with the blitz. The Chiefs blitz a ton. I think they're going to just fire through these gaps and say, look, if you beat us, you beat us. We're going to bring a ton of pressure. We're going to play man on the outside, and you've got to beat that. Maybe he does. But I think Kansas City's game plan is going to be very aggressive, defensively.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um. Looking at the Chiefs, there's lots of people out there. Oh, Kelsey's done. He's in love. He's done. And uh, I think he showed, hey, wait a <laughs> sec. Uh, don't shovel dirt on my grave just yet. So you look at the, uh, you know, you said the Ravens' defense is better for sure than, than Buffalo. So, If you're the Chiefs and you're Mahomes and he's a magician, but how are they going to attack him? Do you expect them to just try to – like, if you're the defense, you say, okay, you know what, we're going to take away Kelsey and see what else they can beat us with.
1: What do you do?
2: If I'm Baltimore, you know, the the funny thing in this game is both teams have actually been pretty bad against the run, uh, which obviously is a bigger issue for Kansas City in this game than I think it is for Baltimore. But, you know, both of them rank in the bottom 10 teams in in yards per carry against. Like you can run the ball in these defenses. The problem is for most teams – you're trying to throw to catch up when you play them. Now, that may not be the case this weekend. Maybe it's a close game. Uh, it's tight throughout. And so, all of a sudden, it matters how you defend the run. And I think if you're if you're Baltimore, weird as it sounds, I think the number one thing is you, you cannot let Kansas City bludgeon you with Isaiah Pacheco. Buffalo did that, and I thought it set up the whole rest of the offense. Kansas City lived in second and medium and second and short, third and short. And while Mahomes is not Allen with his legs or Lamar Jackson with his legs, he can run. And he will pick up first downs. And they will they will design plays with Andy Reid, who's one of the best ever to design. They'll find ways to pick up four, five, six yards. And so I think if you're Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator, I think you're trying to take Pacheco away on early downs. And then I think on third down in particular you are bracketing Kelsey and you are making them throw the ball elsewhere, maybe putting Marlon Humphrey on Rasheed Rice and saying, Okay, if Rice can beat Humphrey one on one, we'll we'll live with that. Um, and we're going to take Kelsey out of the play on third down. You're going to have to go elsewhere. Can you survive with Richie James and Justin Watson and so on and so forth? That's that's going to be the question. And I think if that becomes the the main focal point of the game, I think the Ravens are in great shape.
0: Matt Verner, I'm joining us. So Matt, now let's go out to the uh, NFC and the Detroit Lions. Uh, I think they're a team that's really hard to dislike because they've had no success for such a long time. So, you know, their, their coach is, is, uh, is ultra passionate. Uh, you know what? And everything he said a few years ago when people, you know, ripped on him has pretty much come to fruition a few years later. It didn't happen overnight, but uh, a lot of the things he talked about, they've come to fruition. Now they go into San Fran. I guess let's start with Debo um, and and his availability. How much of an impact do you think that would have on the outcome? Is is that a major loss? Is it just a a tough one? Where would you view it if, indeed, he doesn't play?
2: Yeah, look, I I mean, it's significant, obviously. I don't think it changes the entire tenor of the game. The only thing I would say is, look, this is a Lions team. You can throw all over the field on them. I mean, Detroit has given up more air yards this year than anybody in the NFL. You can throw down the field. And, obviously, Debo's a guy who you can, you can get downfield with. The only thing that I would say, though, kind of you can get away from that and, and, and live with it in San Francisco is you have so many other guys. You have so many other ways that you can beat a team. Um, and, you know, you can go nuts. McCaffrey could have 200 total yards in scrimmage. Kittle could have a $1.50. Like they, if there's any team that could deal with the loss of Debo Samuel, it's San Francisco. Uh, to me, that game's very simple. That game comes down to can Detroit win up front. If Detroit can win up front, they've got a shot to win the game. If they can't, they're going to get boat raced. I mean, that's, that, that's it. They're going to have to win defensively with getting pressure. And even if that means blitzing, that's fine. They probably will blitz some in this game. And on offense, they've got to be able to win at the point of attack and run the ball. If they, if they can do those two things, they have a shot to win the game. If they can't do those two things and Purdy's sitting in a lawn chair and, and Goff is under duress, game's done. They'll, they'll, get, they'll get smoked. So um, the good news for the Lions they're not good in pass coverage, but they're good up front. They are number one in the league in pressure rate. They get home. They, they can cause problems. Well, what about the,
0: that nine front that they use sometimes? Man, Hutchinson's so far out. I'm not even sure the tackle can see him. It's, it's a unique formula. It took a while yeah. for them to get going, but it's worked.
2: Well, you know, Hutchinson's so athletic, he can play that way. I no. mean, most guys, just you can't line them up that wide. They're not going to be able to get pressure in time, but he can. Uh, and they got, you know, Aline McNeil inside, who's a good player. They're aggressive. They blitz a decent amount. I think they're top. 10 of blitz rate, if memory serves me right. Um, Aaron Glenn is not going to sit back in this game. Now, the danger in that, you know, I talked, I thought the Chiefs would be really aggressive. The Chiefs have the corners in the secondary to do that. And the Ravens, for all their talent, they do not have the talent on the outside. The 49ers I mean, if the Lions blitz, they have to get home. Like Kansas City could blitz and not get home and maybe still be all right because they can cover. If Detroit doesn't get home, they're, yeah, they're done. done. Yeah. Like somebody is going to be wide open, and so that's that's the big risk. If you're Detroit, you got to really pick your spots, and you got to be successful when you do it.
0: So, is it? Did they just not have good cover guys? Is it their linebackers? Why are they so porous in the passing game?
2: Yeah, I would say that it's mostly the secondary is just not that good. I mean, Brian Branch is an awesome rookie who's got the versatility to play some slot. He can play safety. Uh, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He's now you know healthy. And he he missed some time. Um, you know that didn't help. But they're just not been on have the corners. You know they brought in Cam Sutton from the Steelers in free agency. And Sutton's Sutton's more of a, a two or three. He's he, he's their one. You know they, it's just they don't have the guys on the outside. You know they, they were hopeful Jerry Jacobs would really step up this year. You know I, I I just think it's one of those personnel things where you look at them and go it's just not going to happen. I mean, they don't have – if you look at these last three teams, uh, other than them, you look at the Niners who have an all-pro in Traverius Ward. And, and even their secondary is not great, but Ward is a very good player. The Chiefs have an all-pro in McDuffie and, and Snead, who's probably one of the biggest snubs from the all-pro team that there was. Um, you know, And then you, you look at Baltimore. Baltimore has Marlon Humphrey, and they've got Geno Stone, and, and they've got Kyle Hamilton. The Lions just don't have the person up. They're, they're just not built the way those other teams are to kind of play you one-on-one and, and live with the fact that if a blitz doesn't get home, they can still cover.
0: Uh, quickly, Matt, uh, give me your thoughts on some of the, the new coaching additions. Uh, they're reporting that uh, Raheem Morris from the Rams is now going to be the Falcons head coach, so uh, it doesn't sound like Bill Belichick is uh, is going to go there. Do you think Bill coaches anywhere this year?
2: You know, I've thought, quite frankly, throughout the, the whole process if you will i thought washington if they don't get ben johnson which i think is is he's their big target but if they don't get him belichick makes a lot of sense there when you actually stop and think about it like the the, the commanders first of all they play right down the road from where i grew up down in maryland secondly uh they have the number two pick in the draft like they're going to be able to draft a quarterback and they have some pieces on defense so you know, I think that would be an interesting fit. Now, that being said, if they can get Ben Johnson, they're going to get him. And if if that happens, yeah, I mean, I think there's a very real chance Belichick's just not coming back. I mean, I, I don't know, at least not this year, and at 72 years old, maybe ever. I mean, it's, it's one of these things where it's hard. If you're a team that's not built to win right now, if you're Belichick, you know, why would you go there? For Washington, okay, the money's probably going to be good because Harris is an owner who will spend money. And it's kind of going back home, sure. And you get the number two pick at the quarterback.
3: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Why else? I mean, I I think, you know, coaching-wise, Callahan's an interesting hire in Tennessee. Uh, I I think it's probably a pretty good move. Morris, excellent defensive mind. They got to. He's just got to find somebody to pair with him on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Pierce going back to the Raiders. I think the, the players lost their minds if it wasn't Pierce. so I bet That's probably the right move. And Harbaugh, look, Harbaugh is a home run for the Chargers. I got to be honest, I'm surprised just from the standpoint they never pay anybody to be their head coach. So they finally opened up the wallet. Um, that should be a move that at least makes them interesting. I don't think it makes them all of a sudden better than Kansas City, but it at least makes them a team you can look at. And all right, you know, they can, they maybe should be a playoff team at some point down the road pretty soon.
0: Matt, who are you picking? Who's gonna be in the Super Bowl?
2: Kansas City and San Francisco. I, I I am I am more confident with the Niners. The Chiefs, it's just gotten to the point, Jason. It's it's like when the Patriots were great for all those years. Yeah. I, I think the I think the Ravens are slightly better. I don't think it's a huge guy. I think if you took at the overall overall totality of the year, the Ravens are much better. If you look at them right now, I think the Ravens are slightly better, but I think it's a tight game because of the defenses. I think both teams have great kickers, so I don't think that's going to be a huge factor. And I just think if it's a tight game with 10 minutes left, I'm taking Mahomes. I don't care who he's playing. So I'll take the Chiefs, and I'll take the 49ers to have a Super Bowl 54 rematch.
0: All right. Well, we'll see, Matt. As always, we appreciate it, man. Have a great day.
2: You too.